The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The auction industry can be an exciting and fast-paced way that Americans and the world can convert desired items into cash. But if you don't know how it all works, it can become quite confusing. Welcome to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. In this program, you will learn how merchandisers, attorneys, estate executors, retail outlets, and the general public are using the auction system to their benefit. And you'll find out how it all works. Now, here is Ed Spencer with co-host Luke Spencer. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show this evening. I uh, hope you'll enjoy the show. We're we going to talk about a few general things uh, to start to show off this morning, or this evening, and then uh, we'll have uh, another guest, another call-in guest. Uh, Yvette Vanderbrink is going to be with us again uh, tonight, and she's going to uh, discuss some of her auction auctions that she's had and uh, classic car auctions that she's known for and different types of auctions. So she'll be joining us, I think, in the second segment here this evening. And so the first segment, I guess I'd like to, uh, you know, we've been doing this a, a few shows now, and I'd like to express my concern and hope that uh, everyone that's listening is getting uh, a better view or a better oversight of what an auctioneer does and uh, and and how they affect everyone or affect commerce in the world. They're, they do a very, very, without auctioneers, uh, there'd be a big, big void to fill and commerce wouldn't get done near as easily or near as effectively. So auctioneers uh, play a big, big role in the United States in the commerce. And uh, and so I hope everyone that's listening, whether you're an avid auction goer or used to auctions or, or, or just a novice and don't have never been to an auction, I hope you're kind of getting an overview in these last these few shows here about, uh, uh, you know, what an auctioneer does and, and kind of get somewhat accustomed to, uh, you know, to uh, the auction business. Uh, my company, again, uh, we have Ed Spencer Real Estate and Auction Company. We've been in business since 1983. And I also have a company called uh, Farms America, which specializes in farm and ranch real estate. And uh, I also have a company called Spencer Livestock Auction, which which uh, we in which we sell cattle. So we're kind of all over the board. Uh, Luke uh, is not uh, with me here uh, tonight. He's actually f- uh, finishing up a farm auction or a farm sale, not an auction, a farm uh, private treaty farm auction and I getting paper signed. So he's not <clears throat> with us. Uh, Jane is with us and uh, Jana is uh, a big part of our team, our auction team. And she does, she's responsible for our, the, all the research that's done. And uh, she sits in on all the shows and keeps me in line. And she's got a great big long Nerf bat. And if I did say something wrong or, or make a mistake, well, I'd get whapped with the Nerf bat. So if you hear a little pump, pump during the auction. But I, usually she's pretty good. And I think I'm probably... Pretty, you know, try not to uh, get her mad enough to use the bat on me, I guess. But uh, anyway, so our company, again, uh, we do auctions of all kinds and have uh, done so since 1983. Our strong suit is land, and uh, that's been my focus. Uh, we have other agents and things and, and auctioneers in our office that uh, that does 
that do kind of different specialties. We we handle all aspects of real estate. We do uh, residential and commercial and acreages and things like that. We're here lo- located in the heart of the heartland. I like to refer to it. We're in southwest Iowa, a huge huge farming community. Uh, we're we've got small towns, but the the uh, growth, the engine that drives the growth in the, well, I guess you'd say in Iowa is farming, agriculture, whether it be. Uh, uh, row crop in this area were big, big, big in uh, uh, corn and, and soybeans and uh, livestock, uh, cattle, cow-calf herds. Uh, the hogs, to a bigger extent, are more centralized in, the, in these bigger units, but but uh, I was a big uh, livestock state. And uh, so all these things are, are affected by the auction company and or by the auction business. And so uh, to give you a little overview, I bought almost everything you touch uh, is at one time or another all, that you consume, or that a consumer consumes, or takes part of. A lot of times, has been touched by uh, by an auction, and so meaning anywhere from cattle. We had a special well, cattle of what two or three weeks ago, I think, and we we showed you how cattle got sold at auction and the calves, and then they followed them through. And, they go to the fattening yard, and then they end up in the meat counter, and you purchase them. So, and then uh, we had another special on antiques, and we'll do that again here in a week or so. Antiques is a, a topic that you can talk about and talk about and talk about. And uh, land is what I told you our specialty was. We do lots and lots of uh, private treaty uh, sales and uh, land auctions, and so. And we've got several coming. I'll give you a little idea. We've just got a sale wheel come out on, on an auction we're going to do on the 6th of June. And I can, I'll go over that auction and go with you a little bit and show you kind of how it's laid out. Um, uh, so anyway, I, anyway, I, I, my, it's my sincere hope that everybody's getting a, a little better feel for auctions and auctioneers. And you, again, don't hesitate to call in. You know, we'd love to have your call. Uh, 866-472-5790. You're welcome to call and ask us any kind of questions and, uh, that you want to, and we'll try to answer them. Hopefully, pertaining to auctions, and uh, but we would love to have we love to hear from you. Uh, give you a little idea of, of what we. First of all, I, we've got an antique and household uh, auction handled by Ed Spencer, my company, real estate and auction company. Uh, this auction's on the 24th of May, and it's in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. As I said, we're in the heart of the heartland. Our business is located at Council Bluffs, Council Bluffs in Omaha, Nebraska, right across the river from each other. So we're, uh, our office is about 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes from the Omaha, Council Bluffs metro area. This auction that we've got coming up on May 24th at 11 a.m., there's a, a couple that, uh, that's a retirement couple that are going to retire and, and make a permanent residence in Texas. They've had a home up here, raised their family here. So they've, it's, a, it's a complete auction. So what's kind of different on this auction that's a little different than what I've handled before, they've got lots and lots of art. So if anyone's listening that, that likes uh, art, and, and we've got uh, Wallace Nutting Prints to be in particular. And so if you go to our website, www.edspencer.com, you'll be able to click on the auctions, on the auction, and then you'll be able to see our auctions that come up. And then you can click, uh, yeah, click on that sale bill. You can have, you print out the whole sale bill and shows you what's on that auction. So that's www.edspencer.com. And you're, you're, uh, we'd like to have you go and visit that site. 
and uh, like to go and have you uh, visit that site. And but on this sale that we've got coming up on the twenty fourth, we've got fo- uh, forty Wallace Nutting prints, and uh, and they're uh, very very sought after. And there's a, that's a lot of them for one one collection. Uh, that there's he's named all these prints. What they are is basically drawings that are hand colored with special ink that's imported. And uh, so uh, the in, included in these prints that we've got on the 24th is a Colonial Corner, a Stitch in Time, Grandmother's Sheffield, Bear Book, An Orchard in the Hills, The Book Setter, The Beauty of Deliberation, The Coming Out of Rose, and several, several more. And then to go along with this collection of Wallace Nutting prints, uh, we have uh, Wallace Nutting books. And... Uh, uh, we've got Ireland, uh, the beautiful, New York, the beautiful, Virginia, the beautiful, England, the beautiful, Pennsylvania, the beautiful, Maine, the beautiful, and several more. So if you're into Wallace Nutting, uh, art, and, uh, and research the books and things like that, you might want to uh, uh, go to the, and pull off that. I don't care where you're at in the country, you're welcome to call us, and we can arrange a uh, uh, bidding for you, and you can be on the phone if you wish. So... Anyway, that's a, a very, very nice auction on the 24th. Long to go with that. Uh, when we lay out that auction, of course, we have the date, the time, the address, and we give a little reason. Uh, we, here it says, Glenn and Kate are moving out of state. We'll sell the following. Along with those uh, Wallace Nutting prints and books I mentioned, there's a vehicle, a 1994 Toyota DL Extended Cab, lot, uh, some nice, nice antique furniture, an armoire, antique trunks, an old school desk, sewing rocker, curio cabinets, and then another thing that's kind of unusual on an auction is to see a, an extensive setting of, of tea leaf dishes. They're antique dishes. They have a big uh, tea leaf in the middle of them, and they're, uh, it's one of the largest uh, collections of that I've, we, we've ever sold. Uh, there's eight serving platters, 13 coffee cups, gravy boat, just on and on and on. So if you're interested in tea leaf dishes, check that out again and be able to call us if you wish or go to, go to the website, www.edspencer.com. There's also furniture, uh, there's a mobility scooter, a Pride Legend mobility scooter, a Cub Cadet lawn tractor, and then uh, also in the antique uh, world again, there's antiques and collectibles, there's lots and lots of, uh, of, uh, of uh, cast iron toys and um, comic books. We've got the last Blondie comic that was produced on September 6th of 1992. Lots of dolls, hubbly model cars. So if you're interested in those kind of things in, in antiques, uh, uh, again, go to www.deadspencer.com, pull that auction off. It's on Saturday, May 24th, 11 a.m. If you can get here, fine. If you can't, call us and we'll read it. If you're interested in anything, we'll talk to you and let's explain it to you and, uh, and make it so you can bid if you wish. Okay, the next thing that we've got coming up after that, we've got a huge land, or not a huge, I guess, but a nice size land auction. Uh, the land auction with the, uh, it's located, uh, the land itself is between a little town called BB Town, which happens to be my home. There's a population of about, I say, 50 people now. I think I'm stretching a little bit. That many? I think, that, yeah, Jada doesn't think there's that many either, but I think there is if you really counted them. But, uh, but anyway, this, this, uh, it's a 209-acre land auction. It's on Friday, June the 6th, and we're having it at the uh, Twisted Tail Steakhouse and Saloon in the town of little town of BB Town. And and this uh, farm is in a, in a state I uh, happen to be uh, uh, have known 
the uh, husband has been gone for several years. His wife has just passed, so it is in her estate. And I've I've known them for a long time, and uh, very very nice people. And in this auction, uh, it, it it will be sold. We have two hundred nine point oh two taxable acres. If you're interested in, in investing in farmland, I don't care where you are in the United States, give us a call. We handle land everywhere. We're licensed in several states. We're all, we're licensed in uh, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Minnesota, South Dakota, and uh, we've got a few more states coming here shortly. There'll be uh, North Dakota being added shortly and uh, Illinois. And uh, so anyway, if you're uh, interested in land, if that, if that trips your trigger and you're, you like land and we like land and if you have land to sell, we'd love to talk to you. And, uh, and, and, but anyway, this auction, uh, you can go to our website, just like the antique auction I told you about, www.edspencer.com. Uh, pull off that sale bill, uh, brochure, however you want to refer to it. And uh, it's a very nice, attractive green and white sale bill. Tell you everything about it. That'll help get you familiar with the land and, and how things are advertised and how they're sold and, and things like that. So anyway, that kind of gives you a little overview, a little bit of what's coming up in our world. Uh, we've Our whole office has been busy uh, the last few weeks. We get lots of land sales, lots of antiques. So uh, <clears throat> I guess you'd have to say that, yeah, in the real estate world, things have really picked up really good very active and uh, so anyway we're going to be back here in just a little bit and, and after the break and we're going to be uh, talking to Yvette Vanderbrink of Vanderbrink Auctions and uh, you'll enjoy this uh, you'll enjoy visiting with her I know I do and, and she's very very informative well, so uh, we'll see you here after the break comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How is your plan going? Could you use a little help on your path to success? Why not step up and play big? Join host Chris Ruisi for a show that will help you identify the possibilities that await you. Too many people succumb to just being average when they could be exceeding average without too much more effort. It's time for you to become exceptional. Raise the bar to your success. Basically, it's time for you to step up and play big. Join Chris Ruisi every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Pleasure to be here with you tonight. Uh, Jana is here with me, and we, we have a special guest with us tonight. We visited with her last week, and, and uh, 
Very, very interesting, very successful auctioneer, Yvette Vanderbrink. She owns Vanderbrink Auctions, and uh, and she's on the line. She'll be with us here this evening. You're in northwest Minnesota, is that right, Yvette? Southwest Minnesota. Southwest. Right down southwest. in the nook of Iowa, South Dakota, and Minnesota. No, well, I had That's the west part. I'm, right? I just, I'm only I was... 38 miles from Sioux Falls. Oh, really? That's a nice. That's a nice, uh, nice area, nice town too. Uh, yep. you, Yvette is is does all kinds of auctions. Now, correct me anytime if I if I sure. explain things wrong. But Yvette, uh, her company uh, Vanderbrink Auctions does all kinds of auctions. But she's uh, getting she's not getting. She is well known uh, for her classic car auctions as well as others. But her classic car car auctions here lately have uh, generated a lot of stir and uh, a lot of interest. And uh, I believe here again. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you were on. Uh, you were featured on ABC Nightly News tonight. Is that right, Yvette? Um, that's what they emailed me and told me. And then um, tomorrow was on Fox, and they were on. We were on yesterday. It was on Fox News Online today about one that we're having June 7th here in Enid, Oklahoma. And I'm actually in Oklahoma right now, working on another auction. And uh, you know, in Southwest Minnesota, there isn't too much that's going to kill you if you go outside. Uh-huh. And I got down here Monday, let's see, Monday I left, uh, Tuesday afternoon, and I'm visiting with my family that I'm selling with here. And uh-huh. she goes, now, I had my capris and sandals on, okay? Yeah. And she goes, now, you're not going to wear that tomorrow, are you? And I said, well, I usually have my, you know, comfortable because it's hot. Yeah. So, you can't wear that. We got copperheads, rattlers, and brown recluse here. Oh, wow. And I said, okay. So I said, well, I guess I'm going shopping for some boots. So I went as, it, as, in snakes, as in snakes and spiders, huh? Yes, and that will <laughs> kill you. And uh, anyway, I went to Walmart, and I was looking at ammunition to see if they had any 38 shells. And they did, and there were two guys sitting there, standing there, and we were talking about how you can't get ammo. You know, for twenty twos or thirty eights, very easily. Yeah. And um, I, they go, "Well, what are you doing down here?" And I said, "I'm doing inventory out here at Carl Davis's place." And I said, "They're telling me about these snakes." And he goes, "Yeah, it's true." And, uh, and he goes, "Well, what do you got?" And I said, "Well, I was getting a pair of boots and stuff." And and he goes, "Wait a minute, right here." He goes, "Stand right here. I'll be back in ten minutes." Okay. That guy left and went and brought me a pair of snake. Chaps. Snake chaps? Yeah, you know, like cowboy yeah. chaps? Yeah. Except wow. they're made for snakes. Oh, I never heard and, of such a thing. Yeah, I never heard of such a thing. And uh, so I traded him. I have 22 shells back home. And so I traded him a few boxes of 22s for some snake chaps. And basically, well, they're, they're like heavy duty coveralls that uh-huh. are, you put on your legs so that copperheads and rattlers don't bite you. The bite, the bite won't go through, evidently. Huh? Yeah, so today I put on my snake chaps and went and did inventory. <laughs> you still get your boots? Yeah, I did. I went to uh, Sand Springs, Oklahoma here and got a pair of boots because I just had my keens along. And, and uh, yeah, so I was didn't see any, but they tell me they're there in the laying in the weeds and they don't move and they don't get scared. They just bite you. And the one gal said her girlfriend was weeding in the garden, got bit by a little guy. 
and they're the worst, and she died, like, just like the movie True Grit. So I was oh, like, wow. dang. <laughs> that, make you, that would make you be thankful for the snake chaps, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I was yeah. appreciating my snake chaps today. <laughs> <laughs> so this auction, you're in Enid, is that what you said? Enid, Enid Oklahoma? Yeah, we're going to be doing one June 7th in Enid, Oklahoma, and um, it's um, an estate, and it's 200 pre-war cars. And uh, the grandson called me from California, and uh, he's in charge of it. And so I met with him, uh, booked it actually off of pictures, and uh, called the sheriff's department to make sure it was real. And uh, then I met with him, and we did inventory. Well, anyway, uh, Fox News got Fox Business Network's doing a show called My Strange Inheritance. And they called me and wanted to know if we had anything that was weird. And I said, oh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. And uh, so they're going to be filming, and this will be episode two in their series. And there's another one, actually, they did of a John Deere tractor collection that's by Sioux City. And I don't know who it is, but uh, that'll be one of the series also. Um, but uh, they're going to be that filming. That was a different auctioneer then on that one? Yeah, it wasn't me. Um, uh-huh. she asked me about it and, uh, but they just got done with that one. I talked to her today and, but, uh, they're going to be filming at that auction on June 7th. And anyway, kind of, you know, it's so unusual to find that many pre-war cars in one spot. They've, you know, when iron prices have gone up, a lot of these old tractors and old cars have fallen victim to the iron yeah. guys. And yeah. so finding this older stuff is really getting hard and uh, for the street rod guys or guys that need that particular part, you know, they don't make reproduction a lot. Fords they do on some, but, um, you know, the only way you find it is to find another old one. Yeah. And um, it's just getting harder and harder to find that stuff. So, so, it's, so they're all, they're nothing. A whole new life. What? None of these are running then, right? They're just kind no, of. No, none of them are running. It's just there's so many unusual rare ones in this collection you know, like uh, cords, you know, something we don't see in the Midwest, or up by us anyway. But in oil country, they have a lot of money down here, and you see more cords. And a cord, like we have a 37 supercharge, and there's only like uh, 836 were ever made, and oh, wow. 80 some left, and we have one. And then we have a coffin nose cord, which is a 36 810, and then. I walk in this building, and here's a 37 Willoughby-bodied Lincoln, which is an aluminum Lincoln that they think there's only five left. And then there's a 24 Rollins Touring that they think there's maybe 25 left. And then there's a 35 uh, V12 Cadillac and uh, 1917 Maxwell. And this is all in one building. And they're all projects, but they're complete. And, I mean, it's just a really unusual uh, assortment, but... The man, Oliver Jordan, bought this yard when he, it was a new yard at that time, came back from World War II, bought it, and uh, the city was harassing him to be annexed or incorporated into the town. And he fought it and fought it and said, I'm not going to do it. You know, they wanted tax revenues. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, the heck with you. And he shut, closed the doors and never let anybody back in in 53. What year was that, 53? Yeah, so he only operated it for like seven years. But he kept buying and, uh, you know, all the pre-war stuff. And he kept buying and stashing it. And he had it in about four different locations. 
And before he, and he's a stubborn old guy, and I guess he did sell some, but if you went in there and he said, Oliver, what do you want for that? And he gave you a price. If you didn't buy it in about a minute, then it wasn't for sale anymore. So he never got much sold. And then uh, before he he died, his, well, his grandson got better acquainted with him and helped him organize his life and got everything in one spot, got his will situated, and he wouldn't sign anything. But he actually, you know, he said, yes, I got to do this. I'm not here for long. And uh, he signed his will three days before he died. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, he was just a character. And then he told his wife before he died, too. He said, I got a present for you in the house. It's under the sink. And uh, they, he died, and they went and looked, and his $300,000 cash taped under the sink. How much? 300000 Wow. And that's just how he was. Yeah. And um, What did he do besides now, this? Pardon? Is this what he did? He just... Yeah, he didn't believe in banks. You know, he was a true depressioner. And, uh, you know, he just had, they found a lot stashed all over, and now that's not there anymore. But they still think there's some in the ground there. Oh, but, wow. um, yeah, he, it was just a unique character. And so he, there, we're going to be doing that sale on June 7th down here in parts. And, I mean, it's just it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. You do that in one day or not? Yep. Yep, we're going to start at 9.30, and uh, we'll sell the better stuff first, and then go to the coops and work our way around. And when they're all projects like that, we, you know, we have an iron price because they all have way up for something, and then we go up from there. Or usually with something like this, we don't have to worry about that, but um, we'll just loop around. Basically, it's 200 items, you know. Uh And uh, at 9.30, so I figure around by noon or 1 o'clock, we'll be on parts. Uh-huh. And we have it that if we need be, we carry over into Sunday for parts. But um, I think we'll be just fine. We hustle. We don't dink around. And um, they everybody's got to be on their toes, and we keep it rocking and rolling. Yeah, and I, bl- I believe in that, too. Not everybody has all day That's... anymore. Yeah, nobody wants. They want action. And, yeah, and if you, get you know, McDonald's been... and Walmart kind of ruined it for all of us that like a little... You know, take our time. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have an auctioneer that gives you a break? With your, your uh, yes, there are three or four of us, and then uh-huh. we rotate. We rotate out. I work with some of the best guys, um, uh, Dale Pavlis up in Slayton, and Aaron Williams from Williams Auction Service in Trent, uh, Terry Brick out of Brandon, and uh, then we have other guys that we work with depending on where we're at and how many guys we need. And my oh. son is going to be going to auction school in Mason City in June. Yeah, well, that's neat. Yeah, that's neat. They, I know they had a, they've got a class. I had another uh, gentleman that was mentioned that they had a class starting in June. Yeah. Which, what's your I son's mean, we'll name? See where that goes, you know, he he's really knowledgeable and and uh, you know it, it's all it, if he doesn't like it, that's fine. But it's always a good fallback and say, hey, come home and help mom. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got the. You know, got a lot of of the hard work done for him, so he, you know, give him give him a chance to pick right up and take off. Well, I know one time he did say he goes, "Well, mom, you're going to have to deal with those crazy people, though. I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "That's fine. I'll do that." 
You know, yeah. you know, yeah. and we talk to so many people and as auctioneers, that's one of my favorite parts of being an auctioneer is meeting people and talking to people and going to different places. And I was stopped at the hotel Monday night at midnight and I'm just exhausted, you know, and I yeah. checked out in the morning and there was a strange little man and he checked me out and he goes, uh, by the way, the aliens told me that there's a possibility you have weasels in your electronic system in your pickup. And I was like, well, I'll be looking for that. Yeah. yeah. He sounded like he, he had a little brown bag with him and just <laughs> yeah, really. it but anyway, we're, we're gonna take we're gonna you bet we're gonna take we're gonna take a break here in a little bit so just stay right there okay. where you're at we'll be back with you here in, in a little bit so okay. we're just gonna take a little commercial break when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network What does conscious leadership mean to you? It unites organizations instead of dividing them. By exploring commonly based business challenges, it guarantees an increase in your bottom line. Tune in to Minding Our Business, Creating a Spiritual Economy with your host, Nadine Rogers. Each week, we'll hear from business leaders and learn from their strategies. We'll talk about personal and organizational best practices that you can learn from, and we'll hear from you. Minding Our Business airs live Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome back after the break. Uh, we're uh, having a good uh, show here tonight, I think. We're visiting with Yvette Vanderbrink. Yvette uh, owns Vanderbrink Auctions in southwest Minnesota, and uh, she does auctions of all, all types. She's uh, here lately been doing uh, several uh, antique and classic car auctions. She's got one uh, coming up in uh, Enid, Enid, Oklahoma on June the 7th, featuring 200 pre-war cars. And that's even it's going to be televised and going to be on a series that Fox News is producing. So Yvette, uh, you know, was uh, very, very well known, very good at what she does. And, and uh, we're, uh, it's, it's just a blessing. We're glad she's on the show tonight. And, and so if you have any questions, uh, if you're tuned in and have any questions for Yvette, you're welcome to call in. 
That's 866-472-5790. And uh, we'll, she'll answer them, and uh, we'll, we'll get any questions you got right to her. One question I got, uh, welcome back, Yvette. But, sure, hey. Uh, uh, one question I've got is, when will you have a flyer for this auction on the seventh? Is it you're you're just you're just cataloging them now? Is that right? No, no, no. This is another one. We've had the flyer for this one done for about two and a half months. Oh, and so we've this, had the catalog so June the, for about two and a half months. Oh wow! You, yeah, you we always that. try to get our catalogs up about two to three months or longer ahead of our sales. Oh wow! Yeah. That pays off pretty good. Then, then you get uh, then you, they go to your website and print the auction bill off, or what? Yeah, you can print the flyer. You can watch a video. You can uh, bid online. You can um, go print the entire catalog. Um, there's all kinds of goodies on there. Now, when you when you you offer your own online bidding, it's not a proxy bid, or it is a proxy bid. No, we use proxy bid. You do use proxy bid. We do yes, too. Yes, I do. Yeah, we do too. Yeah, you have them come and be on site that sale date, don't you? No, we run it ourselves. Oh, do you? I've yeah, been having. We run it ourselves. Um, as long as we have an internet connection or a cell phone connection, uh, we do our own. We have three gals that are trained to operate it, and uh, we do it out in the field on site. They see. Yeah, we usually here lately. We've been having a proxy bid representative attend the auction and and just take care of it it seems like for me it's just one less thing to think about but i you know it, it i'm sure yours is probably is more efficient you know if you have your own people run it well they train you and so that's what we do and our girls yeah. like it because we have an open chat with all the bidders uh-huh. they can ask live questions while the auction is going on and so they can ask and then they'll come and ask me and we'll give them an answer right while the auction is going on. That's neat. Yeah, very yeah. neat. And we can also kick people off. <laughs> we have done that, too. If they are being, you, just like somebody at an auction, if online they're being annoying or um, yeah. maybe they're, you know, we, I tell my girls, you don't need to put up with that, block them or boot them off. Yeah, no, that's smart. That's smart. Now, if they want if they want to pull the, the one that you've got on the 7th of June, if they want to pull that flyer, how do they get that flyer? Your website. Um, give us your website. On any, on any of our auctions, you go to VanderbrinkAuctions.com, and you go to the current auction schedule. There's a big button on the home page, and that'll bring up everything that we got cooking for the year. And okay. there's auctions all the way into October. Mm, and there's little buttons that say catalog, video, flyer, and you just push on them, photos, and bingo, bango, everything's right there. Well, that's good. That's good. How long have you had that? Sounds like you got a pretty sophisticated website. I don't know about that. We we've changed it a lot of times. My gal always tells me I got too much crap in there. <laughs> but I like to, you know, I design it for everybody. Some people like a, like a lot of information, others don't. You know, we got a newsletter that's free that you can subscribe to. We've got uh, videos. We got T-shirts. We got all kinds of fun stuff on there. We got past results. We have um, there's just a lot of fun stuff on there. Yeah. What can they subscribe to? You got a what? What is it? A free e-newsletter. It's a oh, newsletter wow. that we send out. Um, try to weekly, and uh, it'll give you all the catalogs, all the flyers, all the auctions. Uh, you'll know my dog's name by the time you're done with this. Um, usually once a year I put uh, a contest together to see how much they pay attention 
with like 20 questions or 10 questions and they win a prize. And it might be homemade jam from me or a pie or, um, or money. And it's sometimes it's, what's my husband's name? What's my dog's name? The, or how, what, what other things do we do? We have cattle and bale and farm, you know? So yeah. a lot of people, they really pay attention to those things. I know when uh, back in 08, I was going through breast cancer and uh, I had a lot of guys that were reading my emails and they'd come up, hey, but just checking on you, making sure you're okay. Yep, I'm okay. I'm bald, but I'm fine and selling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's neat. That's very, very neat. Well, it sounds like you're going to have a great auction on the 7th of June. Yeah, so, I hope so. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know. Uh, and where's this one at? The, the one in Enid is where you're at now, right? No, I'm in Cleveland, Oklahoma right now. Okay. And that one but, is August 16th. And it's um, a gentleman that's 91 and uh, has decided to sell his collection. And that's what I'm doing inventory uh today and tomorrow and there's about 125 old tractors on this one too besides oh, wow. probably a couple hundred vehicles oh my yeah. like, do you, those tractors are they running or are they no they're all project ones mostly john deers a lot of d's because we're down here in oklahoma you see a lot more standard tractors or wide fronts where uh-huh. up in our neck of the woods you'll see more row crop tractors or narrow fronts and so when you get into Kansas, parts of Nebraska, Oklahoma, you see more of what are called standard or wheatland. And uh, then you see more wide fronts. So you'll see more W9s. You'll see more, uh, um, you know, uh, Ds, a lot of Ds down here, uh-huh. on your Ds. You know, you'll see a, a different variety of tractors than you will up here. You know, the other thing is, is you'll see cotton pickers, and you'll and you, you look at it and you go, "That's not a corn picker." No, it's a cotton picker. Uh-huh. So you'll see a, a variety of odd birds uh, opposed to whatever you know, the country that you're in, and and that's always fun. You know, you have to educate yourself on, uh, you know, like in farming, what tractors you're going to see, or you'll see a lot of crawlers. Like there's an area that I was in in Iowa that we saw a lot of uh, cleat tracks or smaller crawlers, caterpillars. Yeah. And uh, they had a lot of hills. So uh, depending on what area, you know, it's like down here, that's why we're seeing more cords and willoughbys because of old oil money. Yeah. When you're, uh, so now when you, you're down there doing your, your research and your booking, are you, are you taking your own photographs or do you have a photographer with you or what? I take all my own pictures and do my own video and write my own catalogs and inventory. What do you use a still camera for, and then a, and a what do you use for? I have a, a Canon, and Canon. I run around with my boots and snake chaps on today. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any snakes? I guess everybody. Loves I haven't them. seen a one, but I had a dog with me, and they go, "Is that your dog?" And I said, "No, I don't know where he came from, but he's okay." And he was <laughs> in the weeds before I was, but uh, but no, I do my own cataloging. I book my own auctions. Um, I. I like to pay personal attention to what's going on and all the details. Um, I do have guys that, uh, you know, that I can send out and do different things. But, I mean, I, it's hard when I send somebody out and they really aren't familiar with looking at those types of things that it can go really slow. But if you're familiar with it, there's a method to the madness. And, you know, like I inventoried 100 vehicles today and didn't start till 10. But we didn't wow. quit till about 530. So, um, yeah, you, you have an assistant to read your VIN numbers and that kind of thing, or what? Yep, I have a grease pen, and these are all projects. Some are older restores and running, 
and we ride on the windshield or on above the cab or whatever, but I have uh, paint pens, grease pens, and then we also print off computer labels um, that we'll put in, you know, before sale day. But, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We have one in Minnesota coming up September 20th, and it's uh, tractors, there's steamers on, steam traction, traction tractors, there's uh, 2236s, but there's also vintage race cars and then beautiful collector vehicles. And the guy has his own private racetrack. So on Friday night, we're going to have a social and fire up the race cars. Really? That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we like to have fun with our auctions. And uh, we'll have music and, um, you know, we, we'll have a barbecue sometimes. And we're going to have a barbecue at one coming up. Or We just like to do different things, you know, so that it makes it more of an event so that people want to be there, you know. Uh, so... I was at an auctioneer's convention, and people were talking about, oh, the on-site auctions are old news. No way, because they were strictly selling online. Yeah. And I I do mine simultaneous. Almost all of our auctions, no matter typically what they are, they're online and live. But, you know, as auctioneers, we're professionals at getting money and that psychology of making, working with the bidders. And there is a live auction is invaluable. I know. And, you uh, just it just can't be duplicated. There's no computer cannot, in the world. It's that excitement, and you come up to that guy, go, "You're out. It's right there. What are yeah. you going to do?" And yeah. uh, they're looking right at them. Or you know, when we do our land auctions, we like to do them in the field, and we line them up front end to front end with an alley down the middle, and then we run up and down in between. And we call it pickup cab conferencing so that they have privacy to call their bank or call their partner. And I like to have them in the field because they'll bring sometimes a little more, but lately land doesn't matter. You know, it goes good wherever it's at. And uh, But they pay more for what they can look out the window and see, yeah. smell, and touch. Let's talk about that a minute. What do you, you, you're talking about when you say line them what you... You're, you're talking about your land auctions, correct? Yeah, we like, if we can, we like to drive them up in the field and have the auctions outside in the field. We've done them when it's been 30 below, um, but uh, we like to have them outside and working with the bidders, and uh, then they can have privacy inside their pickup cabs. And uh, you know, we've also done them like in a ballroom or so, dining so room. So you mean, you know. I, this, is inter- this is interesting to me. You, 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 have them, you have them line their pickups up? Yeah, we drive them out in the field. So if we're going to sell an 80 or a quarter, we pick yeah. an area that we bring them in the field approach and we tell them where to park and we line them up just like a drive-in. And we face them front end to front end or make a, a, a half U or a U. And then we do a, set up our speakers. We have handouts. We go through disclosures. We do everything. And then... Um, they sit inside their pickup and bid, and, and they either hold their number out the door, sometimes they flash their headlights, and everybody can hear us, but it gives them more privacy. We've kind of found that sometimes when we have them all in the room and we're doing our PowerPoint and we got our pretty uh, thing going, yeah. that everybody's staring at them. Plus, we have people that aren't buying land that are just there for the treats. And how, do they, get have, the, how do they get the treats if they're in their pickup? Well, we don't. We do treats after they're done. Oh, I see. Okay. But well, um, but how do you, how do you get your point? I mean, if you're going to go over the terms on an auction flyer, I mean, you you kind of. We read everything. 
Oh, I know, but how are you going to read it to if you got a long line of 20 cars on each, 20 pickups on each side? How are they going to? It works very well. Um, really? We have the speakers set up. Everybody has a handout. Um, we go through everything. They uh, follow along. It works slick, slick, slick. And, um, you know, uh, we had one one time where we had it when corn was starting to go up and we had a half section. And it was a primo half section in southwest Minnesota. Wow. And it was the first time that corn had gone over three Yvette, I want to talk about this. Just a I'm very fascinated about this because I've never heard of this method. But oh, you're so you kidding stay, me. stay I never have. But you stay with us here a little bit, taking one more break and you bet. we'll be we'll be back here in just a little bit. We're going to break, folks. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. As your business grows, are you growing with it? Do you have the right balance of time, attention, work, and personal life? Take the growing pains out of growth and tune into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. If you are spending most of your energy managing problems rather than focusing on taking your business to the next level, our program will give you the steps you need to make sure you have everything in place for forward-thinking business leadership. The Business Edge is heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jaina at edspencer.com. That's J-A-I-N-A at edspencer.com. And she'll make sure you have an answer as soon as possible. Now, back to Ed Spencer and Luke Spencer. Welcome back, everyone. We hope you're enjoying enjoying this evening's show. Uh, made me myself. I'm learning quite a bit myself uh, this evening. We're visiting. With, I really am. We're visiting with Yvette Vanderbrink of Vanderbrink Auctions in Southwest Minnesota. And uh, so far, we this is the second uh, week. I guess we've talked to her. But the, uh, so far, we've been discussing about uh, talking about classic cars and things. But she does a lot of land. And she's uh, just in, in the last segment come up with a method that she uses to sell land that, and, and I guess it's done not just only by her but other uh, auctioneers up in the, her country. But we have never, I've never seen that done down here. Are you, oh, you, you prefer- it's a lot of fun. Well, I would be. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. So you know, then- people always pay more for what they see and touch and smell, and so when we've got them out in that field, 
they're already planting in their head. They're already chisel plowing in their head. They're disking, and they're planning on how they're going to do it, and they're already in it. And so it's a psychology thing. Huh. How long has this method been used up there? I mean, is it an old? Years, years. Ye- wow. So you, you actually prefer this method as opposed to getting them in a hall and where they're warm and bathrooms? and. Oh, yes. Really? All day long. Yeah, huh. anytime. And, uh, but when we have, like, tracks where we have to do combinations or um, multiple tracks where they might be in different locations, then they're, you know, or the weather is, like, a foot of mud. We had one we had to move it. It was, like, a foot of mud. Nobody was getting in there. And then you have your alternative plan where you do have it in a banquet hall with a PowerPoint, mm-hmm. um, you know, because then, you know, you can't be everywhere at one time. But we did do three different land auctions in one day. It was the same family, and we went from one to the other. And uh, we did them out in the field, and we had set times, and then we had a lunch in between, and then we finished up with our one other last piece. And then each party that was interested, we saw different bidders at each track because they were in South Dakota and, well, they were all in South Dakota, but different sections and different townships. Oh, wow. What, what, what states are you licensed in for real estate? Um, South Dakota and Minnesota. I'm a broker in South Dakota and Minnesota. And um, then I'm, uh, right now, that's the only two that I'm licensed in. And up by us, we're not seeing a lot of land let loose right now. Um, a lot of guys are kind of sitting on the fence, kind of seeing what what's going to go. You know, we got spoiled there with high crop prices, you know, and record uh-huh. land prices. And it's hard to tell them you may see an adjustment this year, you know, um, yeah. because the crop grain prices have decreased somewhat. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and that land prices are so variable because it goes about commodities and what's going on in the economy. Um, you know, and it depends. It's all in timing on when you sell or buy. And uh, But right now there's such a high demand for farmland that um, if, if you're looking to sell, it's a great time to sell. Two years ago may have been a better time to sell, but it's still we're seeing strong prices. And actually we saw a little bit of a decrease last fall, but... Um, we're still, it kind of stabilized or leveled is kind of what we're seeing, but it's still very high price. Well, it's, yeah, it, it, there might have been, it, it's hard no matter what market you're in to hit the, the exact high. I mean, you know, Right. A, There's always, I tell my guys, I always tell them, okay, you want a bird in the hand or you want to dig in the bush? You know, you want to find <laughs> something else? You've got, you know, we got the boys right now. I got the real money. What do you want to do? Yeah, and right. a better example is, is we had a, this family that we were working with in 08. And in October of 08, was before the election, we were all seeing the strong prices, you know. Yeah. And uh, the family was not getting along, and they couldn't agree. And I said, you guys, we got to sell before November. We need to sell before November. Well, they couldn't get together till December. And that same piece of ground that in October I knew we could get 6000 an acre for, uh-huh. we, we sold it in March for 4175 Oh, my. And everybody was seeing that decrease. All of us saw that in November, you know, gra- yeah. 
corn went to 297. Uh, that uh, real estate bubble was just totally frying everything. Um, and, uh, you know, there were even guys that were selling that $6,000 land up in Minnehaha County in South Dakota for 2500 bucks an acre. Oh, and wow. it took all the way back to we started seeing it come back in nine, but it wasn't really strong again till 10 up by yeah. us. And then uh-huh. it just exploded. And now last year and the year before, more so the year before, is the highest prices that we've ever seen. And I'm up in that neck of the woods with the $21,000 an acre dirt in northwest Iowa. Uh, you know, that's only 20 miles from me. And uh, 15000 10000 you know, very uh-huh. common in where we live to get um, anywhere between 8900 to 18000 an acre. Wow. Now? In today's... Now. Right now? Yeah. I had, I, but I, had, I, I had one up in Sioux City, I guess it was a year and a half ago, and it brought uh, about 13. I yeah. Guess yeah. A year and a half ago would have been that high point. Yeah, yeah. And that's when that corn was still six, seven bucks, and, uh, you know, beans were 15, 18. And, uh, you know, um, it's interesting. It just, you know, we can watch them when we're sitting there are running around talking to guys, you can tell in their head, they're looking at what's my price of corn going to be? What's this? You know, and, and as landlords, when we see things, you know, they cash rents have been so incredibly high. Now everything's adjusting and they're talking about renegotiating for things. Well, it's hard when you got the money to go backwards. And what, what's, uh, your, what's your typical cash rent up there now? Well, it varies on where it's at, but you can see cash rents in my area between 375 an acre to 625 an acre, and there's no irrigation. How can they, you know, that's pretty tough well, to pencil, we get, isn't we it? we got black dirt 50 feet deep. You know, you pull rhubarb out of your garden, you get so many worms on it, it's incredible, you know. But uh, we get a lot of rain, and we don't have sand, you know, like uh, when I was down in Nebraska, it was clay, sand, loam. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't have any of that. We got that black dirt 50 feet deep. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, you know, like up Red River, they're richer, but, you know, we heavier, but we've got that, um, you know, deep black dirt. And yeah, I know that's that because neat. I had to drill a well two years ago, and they went through 50 feet of black dirt at my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you bet. I've really learned something. It's fascinating for me because I've never, I've just never heard that method used in selling land and it's kind of it, it makes a lot of sense you know yeah, and it's obviously wonderful. it's a proven method it's something that you know i might have to try it uh, you should try it, it, you have a I, really good the local story. auctioneers that the local auctioneers like my competition down here will think i went completely goofy for a while oh no no <laughs> well it's wonderful. yeah they will because <laughs> it's yeah, not should- you, know, you uh-huh. should try it because you will definitely see uh well, your bidders freer they're yeah. freer and it has yeah. to be just a single tract. Yeah. Well, it's I'll tell you what, you bet. We're coming to the end of the show, and and I really uh, enjoyed having you on tonight as I did last week, and that uh, and we're learning a lot. And I'm sure the the listeners are learning a lot, and you're very entertaining. And so we'd like to have you on again. Uh, you know, I sure. I just don't get tired tired of talking to you, but if you're willing to give us some more of your time, we'll have you back next week. 
But yeah, uh, you. If we get to where we're imposing too much, you just say so. So. No, but, uh, that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. I love to talk. If you haven't gathered that. Well, that's good, it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to bring the show to a close, but we're visiting and have been visiting with Yvette Vanderbrink, Vanderbrink Auction, Southwest Minnesota. Very entertaining. Her methods are something that are new to me, and and. Uh, and it's just uh, fascinating to, to uh, talk to her. So we're going to visit with her next week. We want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Hope you've learned something. And remember, uh, auction auction is the way to do business. And uh, auctioneers are good, good people. Do They provide a big service. And uh, thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in and uh, learning about the auction business. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Ed Spencer's American Auction View. Please join us again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Ed and Luke Spencer hope to speak with you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.